Hello and welcome to The Memory Vox. I am your host, Jeremy, a podcast uh, where we get to discuss, tell stories, and and now thanks to Spotify, uh, listen to different types of music. Um, as always, thanks for uh, tuning in. Let's go ahead and get into today's topic. So on today's episode, we are going to kind of continue on with our discussion of females um, in the music industry and their success. Um, I'm going to focus more on the pop, top 40, R&B kind of area this time around as opposed to sticking with the rock stuff. Um, If you didn't get a chance to listen to the last episode, please, you know, always take the time to go back and listen to what we had to say about some of the, um, you know, early rock uh, goddesses, if you will, including the ones that are kind of dominating the charts right now. In the pop industry, it was a slow build, but right now, I i mean, I don't have the exact numbers because I couldn't really find them when I was trying to do the research, but I would venture to say that at least 70% of all the songs on the charts right now are female-oriented. And in my opinion, if you want to start going backwards and moving your way forward, where does this kind of start? For me, and I put this this particular um, question out on Twitter, and sadly I didn't get as much response as I wanted to, but I, I posed the question of who is the most influential woman in the pop RB um, era? And, you know, I, I put out there Aretha Franklin, um, I put Taylor Swift, and I put Madonna. And to me, it all starts with Aretha. And, and here's why. And thanks again if you didn't get a chance. Uh, we're going to play around here a little bit. We're going to listen to, obviously, the very first successful song from Aretha here. So we're getting a little bit of respect from Aretha here. And um, to me, that's kind of the catapult that kind of starts things. Was there successful female artists before that? Of course there was. Um, were they getting the notoriety and, um, what I guess, influencing up-and-coming talent? No, I don't believe so. I think it started with Aretha and you saw young women and younger teenage girls who are seeing her success, especially an African-American woman dominating a a predominantly white male um, business. Um, And it really starts to take hold. And you, you know, she is the stepping stone that will then, you know, encourage Tina Turner to eventually break away from her significant other and Ike for many other reasons, but also to start to become successful because Tina in the early 80s and 70s really starts to take hold and and be that influence in pop genre. And then you fast forward just a little bit more and you get who's probably considered the queen of pop and that's Madonna. Um, Arguably, um, if you really think about it, the most successful woman in pop music um you know she had a top selling album and at least 
four of the last five decades, I believe, or something like that, or three of the last four. Um, you know, she had sold over 300 million um, albums in her lifetime. Her success, especially starting at such a young age, and what she was able to bring influenced so many young women, including, in my opinion, where you kind of start, if we keep going up the stepladder, then you get to Mariah Carey, who arguably is now probably considered the most successful woman in pop music. Um, obviously with all of her number ones, breaking the Beatles records um, that was set for what was like 40 years. It's hard to argue Mariah Carey's success in the pop music industry. And she, of course, is, is the influencing the next generation of, of young ladies, which brings me to who's currently dominating the pop charts and who's currently really um, setting the standard for what it means to be a successful woman in the music industry, and that's Taylor Swift. I mean, if you're looking at the current regime right now, of female artists, they're probably inspired and taking inspiration from Taylor. Since 2006, when she had her first, you know, album release at the age of, you know, what was it, 16, 17 years old, she has continued to not only change the landscape of pop music, but her succession and how she got there is is quite amazing from the fact that you know she started off in a country genre and turned you know the country into and was able to take that step excuse me into the mainstream pop era but then as she's growing older also changing her sound and and changing the way her music is to eventually become and and lead um, the um, folky kind of top 40 sound that you hear today. So, and, and her, her success over the last, um, you know, 15 years has sparked what is going to be the next generation of female artists and female um, driven uh, music in the industry. Um, and you don't have to look any farther than Olivia Rodrigo, um, you know, at the age of 18, who just dropped her album, which, again, we'll get more into hers a little bit later um, to kind of take that next step in the talking of how women are, uh, you know, dominating the uh, music industry and how successful they are. So I know there's a whole bunch of other um, female artists in here that I, you know, like I said, I could spend hours talking about. You have your Beyonce and you have, um, you know, I'm sure there's several others that I'm not thinking of. You have like now and then, um, Annie Lennox in the early eighties. I mean, there's several different women that have been, uh, having success in the pop music industry. We could probably literally debate this for, you know, until the cows come home type thing. But, um, as we kind of wrap up today's episode, where I want to go is who one of my favorite uh, female artists is in the pop genre. Um, I mean, 
all the ones that uh, we spoke of before, I'm huge fans of, starting with Aretha. I have not had a chance to see the movie yet. I'll probably wait for it to come out on demand. Um, thanks to COVID, not really feeling uh, the movie theater if I don't have to. Um, but I am excited to see that and kind of see the portrayal that Jennifer Hudson plays. Um, I'm really excited for that because uh, in my lifetime, being as old as I am, I grew up listening to Aretha, and, you know, I will always go back to um, any of her music whenever possible. So, but if you're asking who my current favorite is, then I would have to say this. So here we go with another audio. So that was, of course, Pink, um, or in my opinion, the original Billie Eilish, um, which, again, another great example of somebody who is changing the music industry as we know it right now um you know pink has always been one of my favorites i think i've always just appreciated her because she kind of has that rock and roll sound and if i am being honest a lot of times i will turn more to a rock sound i enjoy it but she's never been one to shy away from just being who she is um and she just puts herself out there and she's not afraid to say what she wants to say and you know I wouldn't say that she doesn't care what other people think because I'm sure there's a part of her that does. But ultimately, when it comes to her music and what she's doing, she probably really doesn't give a shit what you think of her. But she's having success while doing it. So, um, you know, she started off as part of a, a girl group and this girl group um, went in and, you know, tried to audition and, you know, make an album and stuff uh, with L.A. Reid. Um, of the L.A. face um, notoriety, and L.A. pulled her aside and said, you are, you know, ten times better than these other girls, which I'm sure is, you know, difficult to hear, but, you know, there's people in the industry that that's their job, and if you're, if you're going to hear that from somebody, L.A. is probably the one to hear it from. And he said, if, if you don't decide right now to be a solo artist, then just go home because you're not going to have success unless you go solo. And I'm sure that was a tough decision for her, but she did it. And, and now, you know, at, to this point, she's had over 50 million albums sold and over 40 million singles. And um, she's, you know, again, just quickly becoming a very successful uh, pop artist. So, you know, if I ever get a chance, she'd probably definitely be an artist that I wouldn't mind going to see live. She'd looks like she puts on a heck of a show i've seen part of the documentary <clears throat> if you're ever interested you can check that out on amazon i believe um and uh yeah she's just fun to watch and uh i like her attitude and if if, if i if given the opportunity um she would be my pop uh female pop artist of choice now of course i say that and you know i having my daughters and stuff um I'm a big fan of Taylor's also, so you know don't don't send me any hate. Um, big fan of Taylor's, and as you know, my daughter uh, was on the podcast a while back. I think it's been over a year actually, sadly, where we had a whole discussion about um, you know the Taylor Swift album and and her success. So, um, you know, I, I say this a lot um, to anybody, especially I notice I'm saying it on the podcast. The reason that I took such umbrage in the last episode 
of what Gene Simmons had to say um, was because I, being the father of three girls, I've always told them that they can be and do whatever they want to do as long as they put their mind to it. I don't believe in alienating them from anything that they want to do. Um, I will protect them and try to make sure that you know they're not going to do something that could harm them in any way, but I never want anybody to tell them that they can't do something because they're female. Um, so that's always my motivation. And, and maybe that makes me sort of biased to the fact that I do listen to a lot of female-driven rock and roll and female-driven pop music. Um, most of the time it's because I am able to share that with them on a certain level. So, And with all that said, uh, the last little bit of the um, what I'll just say is my three-part series in talking about uh, females in the music industry. On the next podcast, we're going to break down why one of my favorite albums right now, or at least one that I don't mind listening to, especially with the girls, is the uh, new Olivia Rodrigo album, Sour. So tune in for that in the next couple of weeks. Um, as always, thank you guys for listening and taking the time to listen. Um, I hope everybody's having a chance to listen to this on Spotify. If you're listening to this um, on another um, platform, sorry for the breaks in between where I'm throwing in a few songs. Um, but I do want to also point out that I am keeping up on the um, Memory Vox playlist on Spotify. So I will be updating that after this episode and we will add some of the uh, fun artists that I talked about today and some of the up and coming ones that we'll be talking about next and some some of their hits. So if you want a good fun playlist to listen to that kind of corresponds with um the podcast then uh, check that out that's on spotify and it's just um, listed as the memory box and i usually try to add that um, excuse me add that uh, link in the uh, show notes so be sure to check that out as always thank you guys again for uh, tuning in if you want to give me any feedback hit me up on my social medias and i'm always looking for voice messages so if you have something to say and you want to uh, be a part of the show, hit, uh, hit me up with a voice message and maybe you might find your voice on one of the next podcasts. So until then, peace out. Thanks, guys.